you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Um, it was a long week. Mm-hmm. I miss my grandmother. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Understandable. Um, my week was busy. It's my last week of work, so it's a little hectic. Um, but yeah, that took, I mean, I just dropped off my work computer today, so it's just been a busy week of transition. Um, but yeah, start my new job tomorrow, so. We'll see how next week goes. Well, hopefully well. Yeah. I would think the first week it should be one with hopefully a, a nice transition. You're yeah. basically learning about the company and right. all the stuff. Right. And technology and how they do stuff. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So. I would hope it's a... Easy peasy. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. But what's happening? <laughs> what's happening in the media or anything important <laughs> that we want to cover? <laughs> what? <sighs> Lord bless. I hope y'all hear that. Anyway, um, <laughs> first of all, I just want to say shout out to Joe. He tried with them steps, honey. Did you see our president fall up the steps? Oh, yeah. I just didn't know what Joe you was talking about. Joe Biden. <laughs> okay. Moneybag Joe. But, yeah, I did. That's what the that's what the streets are calling because of the uh, stimmies. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I did see him I saw the video, the y'all. I kid you not. The second tumble, mm. I laughed hard. Uh-uh. Now, hopefully y'all right. But you know what I was thinking the entire time? The reason I brought this up is, why you ain't just slow down? He he was in the groove. And Why he didn't just he slow thought down? he thought he caught himself the first time. <laughs> he, he I, I watched it several times and I'm like, you could have just slowed down, Joe. Anyway, and I think one of the, somebody released a statement like it was really windy and that's why he felt. But he was moving too fast. That's he just needed to slow down. Yeah, all right. Moving too fast. We get it. You're older. You trying to make sure it's clear that you 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 still got it. <sighs> Right. But you ain't no spring chicken, brother. Right. Yeah. Take your time, all right? Mm-hmm. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it made me chuckle. Um, So, a lot of people have been talking about Quavo and... I don't know how to... Is it Saweet, Saweetie? Let's just sweetie. say Sweetie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Their breakup. And, you know, here's the thing, guys. People break up sometimes. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is not that I care. I mean, breakups are tough, mm-hmm. so they'll have to navigate that. But she put out a tweet basically being like, y'all ain't going to sit up here and act like it's on me. Mm-hmm. And basically, to me, putting on the table that Quavo was doing some dirty. Right. And he responded kind of like, you know, wow, I didn't think he was that girl. Mm-hmm. And then she followed for take care. Right. And so what I what I wanted to say was, it's believable that he could possibly have cheated. Sure. Anyone could cheat. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting was all the conversation about, I saw on Twitter and stuff about how, like, 
mostly men, mm-hmm. were being like, oh, if that was the case, she'll need to air him out like that. And my thought was, when you hurt someone, mm-hmm. you don't get to control mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't, when you hurt someone, you don't get to be like, well, now you got to keep it a secret right. that I cheated on you or that I hurt your feelings or right. I did wrong by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do people get off? <sighs> because, and the thing is, especially because they're celebrities. People going to ask y'all why y'all broke up or yeah. who who initiated it. Like, y'all are going to get asked that question one way or another. And if, and me, if I was a public figure and I, and the reason of the relationship ending was because I was cheated on, I absolutely would probably do a statement like that if, because they were saying it was her. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, she was being inappropriate in some interview, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so if I knew I was wrong, I'd be ready to be like, well, let me be, let's be clear here, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That ain't what happened. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like she don't, if that happened, she don't have to keep that a secret. Mm-hmm. You did that. Mm-hmm. You deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it was funny that he was, that's what he decided to be mad about. Right! Like, like, okay, can we all focus on what happened? Y'all mad that she told us, but y'all, nobody mad that he cheated? Right. Like, I had love for you and disappointed that you did all that. Right. Basically, why tell everybody that? You need to be that? disappointed in yourself for cheating. That's what you need to be disappointed in. Come on now. But you probably not that disappointed in that because you're still going to continue to be in Because you're going to do what you're going to do. Right. You don't, you're not willing to take acknowledgement for the hurt that you caused someone for them to have to make a statement. Right. But... Yeah. And allegedly, he took the car back that he gave her for Christmas. But see, that's my problem with people buying people's cars. If you're going to gift me a car, it should be in my name, first of all. Two, I don't know if I really consider it a gift if you're still making payments on it. Like, I would want... Like, if I'm gifting someone a car, please know that I'm giving it to you and it's paid off. I would hope... But we don't know. But he gonna take it back and he done personalize it. Yeah, granted, you can just get the seats changed, but... Just... But we all know that's just out of spite. Right. He done only made three payments on that thing. He took it back. <laughs> Did he really? He just gave it to her this past Christmas, so it's only been three months. I would hope that it was paid for in full. No, because he got the company to repo it. You can't repo it. Oh, well, it's still in his name, so I guess he can. I don't know. Oh, because I'm thinking, well, here's the thing. Don't buy me no car and it ain't paid for in full. That's, like, yeah, what? I don't like that. <laughs> that means you can't afford it. So buying something you can Well, afford. he probably could, but I just, I don't know. I don't know who I would think he could. Right. right. That's, I would why, think that's he... what I'm saying. Why? If you ain't just flat out buying it, yeah. what's the purpose? Yeah, I don't like that. So. Oh, well. We all know he did that out of spite. Yeah. Because what, he going to come in there and try to take the jewelry car? No. No, he not going to take nothing else. Right. So he, he only wanted to take the car back because he's still making payments. And he like, well, I don't need to keep making these payments if it ain't mine. Because it was in his name. So, like, I get wanting it back in that instance, but I wouldn't give a gift in that way. I guess that's what I disagree with. Because, um, yeah, like, of course I'm not going to expect somebody to still drive around to something that I'm making payments on every month. Like, that's not going to happen. Well, I, I would, but... <laughs> You still bought it for me. <laughs> what you're doing is not my business. <laughs> but anyway, everyone has so much to say about that. Yeah. But you know what, guys? We always have to remember this. We don't know these people. You sure don't. And even as Sydney and I just gave our little two cents, we don't know them. Mm-hmm. And whatever happened is whatever happened. Mm-hmm. And we move on. Because guess what? They have more money than all of us. So we really don't need to worry too much. <laughs> They'll be all right. Yeah. Moving forward. Um... I want to talk about Little Mama. Mm. Right. <laughs> I didn't have no idea about 
her statements until, because I follow Jack Gay, mm-hmm. and her tweet, I was like, what? And mm-hmm. it made me backtrack to know what Elle was about. Yeah, she been a problematic she... person. First of all, when she says she wants to start a heterosexual rights movement, mm-hmm. excuse me? Yeah. What? That was my first thought. And then when I saw the clips about her talking about transgender, trans... Oh, um, ABDC. Yeah. What is wrong with her? It was just so... Ugh. So that's what I'm going to say, because everyone always has these opinions about um, trans uh, kids and adolescents and what they should and should not do with their bodies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. First of all, they ain't your damn kids. Right. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Second of all... I find that in most cases, in a lot of scenarios, people who speak the loudest know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And her comments show the lack of research mm-hmm. um, in regards to the trans community and, and, and how the journey is different for people. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, um, children and like teens don't even do gender reassignment surgery. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of people don't do that till later. They don't do that till later. So yeah. you're already assuming that at 12 years old, mm-hmm. um, you know, she or he or we're going to go and have gender reassignment. That's not even how it, the, it typically yeah. works. That's it's not, not even, even... Even if they wanted it at that age, most doctors would never. Wouldn't because yeah. of they're still... Developing. Yeah. Developing. They're still in puberty. Yeah. So I just kind of felt like what you're saying, first of all, is false. Mm-hmm. And she made a comment like, I mean, I have... It was very much so like, I have black friends. Like, oh, I have yeah. lesbian cousins. I have... What does that mean? You can still be ignorant. It's ignorant lesbians. Like, that. you're not saying nothing. Just because you know someone who's gay <laughs> yeah. doesn't make you an ally. It right. doesn't make you a supportive, a supportive person. And so, so the comments is like, well, she would just share her opinion. Okay. And those who disagree have a right. I mean, you said on our last episode, you don't get to say whatever you were saying about Sharon Osborne. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want to say, mm-hmm. but there are consequences. Yeah. And for you to get pressure and accountability. And a lot of times people use that and they turn it into bullying because there's differences between mm-hmm. people in your mentions wanting accountability. Now, we know that some people do it disrespectfully. Right. We know that. Yeah. But people correcting you or people wanting to inform to you. Inform you to inform you is not bullying. Right. Yeah. Because you lie and wrong. And, they, and because she willfully ignorant. Like, you have people trying to inform you. And, and you, you don't choose to be ignorant. And we don't need a heterosexual rights movement. <laughs> and all the movements. Right. Is that is not needed. Yeah. Heteros are just fine being heteros. <laughs> they have absolutely no prejudice, no judgment from anybody being a hetero in this world. Mm-hmm. Like that is the last that is such a privilege to be because mm-hmm. that's something you just do not have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to living your peace, your truth in this world. And she should be ashamed of herself. And people who agree with that nonsense should be ashamed of themselves. Mm-hmm. And everyone needs to pick up a book and just stop being so damn ignorant. Yeah. Ain't she pregnant? Oh, girl, I don't know nothing. I don't know. I heard that she was pregnant. I'm like, mm. <clears throat> And the reason I say this is because... It's sad that she would be bringing someone else in, potentially giving them these viewpoints. Correct. Yeah. For that very reason. Yeah. It's the same with 
racism and all that other stuff and bigotry, you're mm-hmm. taught that. Yeah, yeah. You don't just naturally gain that. Right, you don't, yeah. You're not born And so that. it's unfortunate knowing that people, like her and others, mm-hmm. will be spreading their rhetoric down to their future, generation. future generations. Yeah. But you know, that's why I, I enjoy so much, um, and I feel like this happened a lot in the last year, the little white Gen Z kids correcting their parents because I I feel like a lot of they were hitting it okay right right. they don't mind having different opinions from their parents and I can appreciate that so much because I can it's probably very difficult especially at the age that a lot of them are at to be like no I don't agree with you and I'm standing firm and And be like you're wrong right yeah that's not correct I can I can respect that and like that takes a lot of strength to do that but that's why I enjoy those videos so much Gen Z's baby (laughs) they're gonna change the world (laughs) I say that as much as I make fun of them oh I say I say that sometimes and then they do one of them Tide Pod challenges and I'm like dang it Maybe. maybe not some of the more radical Gen Z, <laughs> right? Maybe could, yeah, because they're just like no, unacceptable. Mm-hmm. They're like tearing down everything. Yeah. Um. But what I won't become is because I feel like every generation hates on every generation. Mm-hmm. So I saw this TikTok, this very weird TikTok between like older millennials. Oh yeah. And then Gen Z, and then I guess if you're a millennial that was born in. 1996 to 1998. Yeah. Honey, you're Gen Z to me. Yeah. But, um... You are. You're not a millennial. I don't know why they be saying that. They were doing this, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah. I just was like, is this what y'all well, be talking about? that's the about? funny thing about the the Gen Zers that are between 96 and 2000. They want to be classified as millennials, and so that's why that always happens, because they don't want to accept the generation that they were born into. That's why that debate always happens. Okay, because I'm like, you're you're over there. Right. They there's don't nothing wrong be. with being over there, dear. We'll see. They... We don't choose which one we're born in. You just, I'm a millennial because I'm a millennial. Right. 1992. <laughs> it is what it is. No, they want to they be with us. Well, they make um, fun of us every five minutes. Right. And our skinny jeans. <laughs> and our adulting. Which, hello, I don't know about the skinny jeans, but you will get to adulting and you will complain just like we do. Right. And I can't wait <laughs> to say I told you so. Mm-mm. You think it's going to get better by the time you reach the adult world? I, I hope so. But I mean, only, one more hope, but I don't know. know. Yeah. The way we moving. Anyway. <laughs> okay, moving on. Do you know anyone in Miami right now? Personally, no. Good. Mm-mm. Good. Mm-mm. I want you to ask yourself that, guys. Do you know anyone in Miami right now? Mm-mm. So, obviously, it's spring break season, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were down there to the point where City of Miami declared a state of emergency, curfews, all Jesus. that, because there's so many people, Ugh. and obviously... And probably not a mask. Hmm. Do they have a mask mandate? No, because oh, okay. it's Florida. Okay. So, so, it's Florida, it's spring break, so a bunch of drunk people fighting, partying in the streets, COVID, COVID. You know, we are still in a panini. Oh, I do know somebody in Miami. I just remembered because when I asked them about it, they was like, oh, yeah, I'm probably out here getting COVID again. And that was their thought? Literally, when they when we asked where they were, I'm trying not to give out the identity of the person. They was like, oh, I'm in Miami, probably getting COVID again. So casual. Okay. Very casual. That's cool. <laughs> I for, I just remembered. So Just yes, out getting herpes again. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels right. very like right. Okay. Yeah. So I know one person. Okay. There. But I mean, that person has been 
running the streets the majority of the All pandemic. Right, well, hey, so stay you know. consistent. <laughs> right. Um, so one thing I wanted to say was like the college kids. We already know there's you know there's stories about different universities, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting to me, COVID aside, is when people our age mm. go down there during, during spring break. Because to me, that's like, nasty. ew, 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 yeah. you're almost 30. Yeah. Some of you are 30 mm-hmm. and up. Going down. You can like, go literally any other time. I would literally avoid Miami mm-hmm. during spring break because I don't want to be partying with children. Right. And the fact that there are people down there for that purpose to go party with a bunch of 18 and 19-year-olds to feels very cringy, very mm-hmm. weird, and you should think about why you felt the need to be down there at this time. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say Because, yeah, that. like you said, if anything, like, I'm thinking about us in college and, like, people going places during, like, um, senior week or whatever, we would avoid going out. Or we didn't want to hang out with them. We didn't want to be there. And we was close in age to the seniors. But we didn't want to. Yeah. So the fact that y'all are like 10 years mm-hmm. older and you still yeah. down there, it feels weird. Yeah. Like, meditate on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm judging. I am judging on this one. Because yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. Okay. Almost done. So, girl, did you know it was a versus battle last night? I heard about it this morning. The last couple ones, I just feel like they haven't been promoting they as haven't. much. I'm um, trying to figure out. I mean, I wouldn't have watched it because mm-hmm. I'm like, who? So like, yeah. I know who they were, but like, who? I think for like with the new deal they have to get people to pay attention, especially because people going outside, obviously, uh, Miami, um, they have to have a really big celebrity battle for people to come back at this point. Well, they put out a whole schedule. Is anybody good? Not, the next not one, saying that they're bad, but anybody that's going to be like something. To the watch. next one is the Osley Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire on Easter Sunday. So, folks, now, they get your parents and grands together. They should have done it the night before. Because I'm like, Easter Sunday. Don't do Sunday. it on Easter Sunday. Do that on Saturday before we're recleaning and cooking our hams. I'm talking about right? Easter, Easter Sunday for black people? <laughs> right. We have things to do. <laughs> but, all right. You, it, that would have been a perfect alignment if they did it the day before. That would have been perfect. So, that's the next one. They have a How High four, on 420, Red Man versus Method Man. They have, and then they have all the one. they have, like... They give you hints, but it's blurred out. Mm. So after that, May 8th is blurred out. Then they have a Mother's Day special, but you don't know who's performing. Mm-hmm. Someone is doing a rematch, Memorial Day weekend. There's a ladies' night. So they have an upcoming like schedule, and there's themes, and maybe mm. there'll be better marketing. But my last thing I want to say, just an honorable mention to our U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, mm. Marcia Fudge, mm-hmm. because I just felt... So proud to be a fellow black person because like, <laughs> black people get what she just as did. As soon as she, she started. Said, uh-huh, mm, uh-huh, good afternoon. <laughs> when I tell you I was at church. I felt like I had to say good afternoon through the right, phone. Right. Like, good afternoon. Just <laughs> watching a video. Right. Um, I just felt like if this if that's not like black culture, mm-hmm. you that is how pretty much I think a lot of black people are raised. When yeah. you speak, you speak back. Yeah. And that is my grandparents. That would be like my grandparents grandfather my grandmother like because sometimes they'd be like uh i just said hello i'm like i said hi i be back. feeling that way a lot because people don't be speaking back to me and i'll be like oh i know you heard me well for, in those cases i'm like i said hi and i was like i ain't here i'm like well 
you all were like, oh. Uh-uh. I said hi, but that definitely reminds me of, like, church and stuff. Mm-mm. And that is how I was raised. When you walk into a room, you speak. Yeah. And it's polite that the people speak back. Yeah. So I the just... Per- and the person entering is the, the one who the speaks. the person that speaks first. Correct. Which she did. And they need to respond. Exactly. So, mini story, a colleague, a couple episodes ago, a while ago, y'all talked about how a past coworker was mad at me because I wasn't her friend. Mm-hmm. And one thing that she would say is, well, when, you know, when I come in in the morning, you don't speak. And I had to give her that lesson. I said, well, if we want to talk about the etiquette, yeah. I'm already in the office. Right. And you're walking past me. Right. You need to speak to me and say right. good morning and I'll respond. Right. That is how it works. When yeah. you walk into a space, you speak. Right. So I had to give her that lesson. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Bravo moment. It'll be really quick. Married to Madison. I just want to say, I'm confused with Simone because she is really locking horns and not really trying to make up with Jackie, a friend she's had over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And the person that caused their riff, that kind of caused the riff, Heavenly, she went to make up with her. Mm -hmm. And what I don't understand is, Heavenly who you haven't known as long, Heavenly, who you were mad at Jackie for not choosing you over her, you're now making up with her and still not putting effort to make up with Jackie. Interesting. I think that's weird. Yeah. And then her son graduated high school, was going to college, and she had like a party, and she didn't invite Jackie. And I thought, well, that's really whack Mm -hmm. because, first of all, Jackie not only delivered that baby, Jackie's been in that boy's life his entire life, and I feel like beef or no beef, mm-hmm. because of that, you know, is an established relationship. I think she should have put her feelings aside and should have invited Jackie mm-hmm. to her son's graduation function. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the sign of Simone. She gets very stubborn, and she be kicking her heels in. And for a friendship that's been over 20 years, you shouldn't be this stubborn. I, I just would feel, for me, if... Like, that's me and Sydney beefing. I don't want to fix it. I'll be pissed off, but I would be so, like, lost not being friends Mm -hmm. that that would drive me to fix it Mm -hmm. more than me wanting to be, like, too proud and not do it. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't like that. And then, also, Toya seems to be on one this season. I don't know if COVID getting to her, because obviously they're taping during COVID, Mm -hmm. but she just really... um, just extra more than usual. I feel mm. like she's very snappy, and I'm like, all right, girl. And I feel like that's going to be more to come this season. So my whole thing is I hope everyone is clapping back as appropriate. Mm-hmm. So what I don't like is when people think, because um, they get louder, their volume gets louder, or they, they start doing the hand, or they start mm-hmm. cussing, then they think they dominating things. It's mm. like, snap it on back, girl. <laughs> and then going to Housewives of Atlanta really quick, I really just want to talk about LaToya. She is playing both sides. Mm-hmm. And Marlo is playing both sides. But I think everyone's looking at LaToya. Now, LaToya is. She's kissing up to Kenya. But when Kenya's not around, she's talking about Kenya. Saying uh. she thinks Kenya leaked the story about Bolo. She thinks Kenya is a part of this. To the point where Portia, who don't even like Kenya, Andrew, who don't really 
didn't really get along or like, well, why are you doing this? This is weird. Kenya's supposed to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have great relations with Kenya. Why are you saying this? Right. Because it makes her seem two-faced because then it's like, well, why would I want to be a friend with you? And that's exactly what is happening because mm-hmm. the other thing is Latoya shared some information about Kenya's divorce and even Portia was like, well, now what did you tell us that for? Because right. she's like, you know, I don't really mess with her. Now why are you telling me her business? Yeah. It's phony and it's fake and I think it's going to get Latoya in trouble with Kenya. Now, this one I say, Marlo is fake because Marlo sat there during that exchange um, while Latoya was talking about Kenya and stuff like that. And in that moment, Portia and Drew kind of defended Kenya. Like, you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't share that. Kenya wouldn't want you to share that. And they ain't even close with her. Mm-hmm. They don't really even like her. They right. haven't beef right now. Right. They but still they like, they have some sense to know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Marlo was silent just to turn around and have a kiki with Kenya to be like, well, Latoya was saying this about you and your divorce and I really didn't like that. And I'm like, well, you well, sat she... there in silence. Because that's my question. Why she feel comfortable saying it to you? You sat there in silence mm-hmm. when you couldn't in a moment say, Latoya, don't do that. Exactly. Don't share... Kenya's divorce, you know Kenya not in a great place with Portia and Drew. Why are you sharing that with mm-hmm. them? Mm-hmm. But instead, you sat there and did nothing, and, and then go to Kenya go and be like, well, I just didn't like that. So I just feel like they both doing it, and I don't like it. Yeah. And I'm going to say shout out to Portia and Drew, because while they may not mess with Kenya like that, in that moment, I felt like they were still being very decent of like, you shouldn't tell us that. That's right. not no one's business to share. Right. And that is all I got. Okay, um, so we had a question of the week. I'm pulling it up. My phone's okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or have them walk in on you? Um, Jazz Dimple said, have them walk in on me. I don't want to be scarred for life seeing them in action. Thumbelina said, them walk in on me um, in a simple position, though. Um... Kaneve, I don't know how he ever pronounced his Instagram name, but um, I grew up with their bedroom right above mine, so I can handle walking in on them. Reese P said, I don't want to answer because neither dog. Um, Hedgehog1906 said, walk in on me, frog splashing. I don't know and what that is. It's a position. <laughs> is it really? It is. Oh, I gotta Google it. <laughs> Miss Maya Love 87 said, have them walk in on me. Frog splashing you just gotta think about like how frogs i i I don't but i still don't see it okay (laughs) i don't get it is it like you leaping on a person um are you leaping you're not leaping no oh okay uh mm. i actually they actually give me pictures of frogs so i'm a little right is that what y'all is that what the position is yeah it's like you look like a frog kind of I just showed Sydney a picture of, like, frogs. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. It's not giving me humans <laughs> doing a frog. Pres- it's literally y'all giving me frogs doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I want to see this in human form because <laughs> we don't look like frogs. <laughs> but I kind of, I guess I kind of get right. what it is. Right. So which one would you rather have? Um, honestly, I neither. But I guess them walking on me, but mm-hmm. hopefully we're like, under covers, even mm. though typically I'm that's never the case. But right. in that case, I'm hoping at minimum when they walk in, there's a sheet or something. Um, I think I I'm, don't want to walk in on them. I already know they do it now, and I, that's enough for me. I think it would be less awkward for me if I walked in on them. So I, that's what I would choose. 
hopefully they under the covers, but I think it would be less awkward if I walked in on them and just closed the door and left, you know? Like, oops, my bad. Going about my business. And never think about it again. Keep pushing. I think they wouldn't be able to let it go as easily as I would. I don't... I just think both scenarios just suck. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want them walking in on me. I don't want to walk in on them. Mm. Let's just not and say we did. Mm-mm. Have you watched anything else new this week? No, but I... Guys, I did watch that personality test mm-hmm. documentary City was talking about. Man. It's always something, man. We it? can't have nothing. Seriously! <laughs> like... And especially as a black person, y'all, we literally can't have nothing in no, this country. No. There's um, always some mess behind something. It's always a little racism like, sprinkled in. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Mm. I don't care about my identifiers anymore. Right. I was a pro... What is it? Pro... Uh, I can't even say it. Pro... Lord, I, I don't know. I don't know what words you're trying to say. Um, it's in my mind, but okay. it's... What a humbling experience this is right now. <laughs> We're just gonna... But you don't care about it, so that's why. Don't, Your right. mind is blocking it. Right, That's right. what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Get that oppressive right out your head, girl. That's exactly what that is. Okay. That's a good way to flip it. <laughs> um, so today, and this kind of came up in us talking about media um, and about uh, Real Housewives, but we want to talk about, like, is it necessary... For your best friend to know everything. Like, should you share everything about your life with your best friend? Are there any... Should there be any things that they don't know? And, of course, y'all know we got articles and stuff. But um, I'll just start off with that broad question. Do you feel like there are things that, like, it doesn't matter if your best friend doesn't know it? Well, I don't think no one knows everything about me. I don't think no one knows everything. I mean, I can only speak for me. Mm Mm-hmm. No one knows everything about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think I don't think that your best friend needs to know everything. And I don't. And I don't think. I think it's weird when people think that. Well, I mean, that's why I'm like, what's a-? my first thought? Is like, what's everything? Because I'm like, what every flipping well, like, thought? I, I mean- think, for example, like when we were younger, like in college, you would get offended if I had sex with somebody and you didn't know stuff. Like I would that. still be offended. Really. Yes. Girl, why? <laughs> because. Because what? I don't know. Why? But why do you need to know that? That is so bizarre. Girl. Seriously? <laughs> You're not being serious. A little. I oh, my Jesus. What do you mean? Why do you feel like you ha- you should First know First of that? all, it was beyond the sex. Let's just, mm. let's, before, you know, she, she not telling it act all the way accurate to me. Okay. <laughs> But for me, it was more of, if you were, well, maybe they weren't, maybe you weren't all dating, so maybe that's why. Yeah, But it was dated. felt like, for me, when there's a period in our friendship mm-hmm. where I just felt like she just stopped telling me anything. Mm-hmm. So anytime I would find something out, she would say it so casually. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, when was this? Oh, six months ago, oh, whatever. And I'd be like, okay. Well, because I don't wasn't, feel, go ahead. And for me, it just felt like. Do I need to know every person you're having sex with? No, it's mm-hmm. not that specific. Mm-hmm. But during that time, I just felt like I didn't know how my friend was living, period. It right. wasn't just who she was physically being with. I just felt like I didn't know nothing about her. So yeah. it felt weird. Yeah. And it wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. And it bothered me. Yeah. So I think it was... 
Because let me be clear. Anybody, I don't, I, come on. I don't, whoever is entering you, that is your damn business. Well. But it was bigger for me. It was bigger than the sexual act <laughs> itself. Well, yeah, I don't think, because I, I know at that time I was, like, dating multiple people. And I did. I still don't think it's necessary to tell about every person that you're dating, especially if you, like, if it's not serious with any of them. Like, if y'all have just started dating only been on, like, three days or something, I feel like it's not important to tell anybody yet. Because it's, like, it's not serious. Like, it, they, I might forget about them next month. Like, <laughs> it's just not that serious to me. So, yeah, I feel like I, I don't usually find it necessary... Or, like, I think oftentimes if I actually like a person, I'm going to talk about them by default anyways. Like, you can usually tell if I like someone because I'm going to talk about them. So, if I'm not talking about them, then that probably means that I ain't really feeling them yet anyways. <laughs> so, that's why I, I still I still probably would do that if I was, like, still dating a bunch of people. I ain't doing that no more. Though. But, so, do you feel like, so, you still kind of feel that way? No, I mean, like I said before, it's beyond... No, but I'm yeah, I'm not talking about just sex. I'm saying if I was to go start dating a couple of guys next month or something, you you would want to know. Well, I, it's it's just kind of like if you're dating, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know everything, but I I um just how I know stuff that I didn't ask about that mm-hmm. I found is like, well, what I need to be told that. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I would think you would say, yeah, I'm dating again. Mm-hmm. And if I was to say, oh, who are you dating? He was like, oh, a couple of guys. I'm like, all right. Like, I don't, I mm-hmm. just think if, like, I can't, I'm not going to give an example because it's like literally telling your business. But it's like, <laughs> if I know like this small, in my mind, I get, and not just by you, they're friends. I've been told stuff and I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. And it's so small, minute, mm-hmm. like, that's what you wanted to share. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're sharing the dumb shit like that, mm-hmm. yeah, I would think you would share that you were dating or you were doing something else yeah. because I know that. You toast your peanut butter and jelly. Like, that's a very random example. It's like, uh, who cares? Why do I need to know that? Why do I need to know that part? But the other stuff is like, no. That's that's what it is. I think that's what what it is. Probably a lot of information just gets shared casually in conversation and you don't think about it. I feel like that's probably what it is. Especially, like, we've known each other for so many years. Of course, I know random facts. We know random facts about each other because it's been so long. So I think sometimes stuff just comes up casually and you don't realize it. Like, it's not anything important, but it just comes up and that's how you know it about your friend or whatever. I guess. <laughs> but I think you consider going on dates with people as a higher priority than maybe other people. Because, like, to me, that's it's incidental. You know what I mean? It's not that deep, but I think you consider it a bigger thing. I mean, I just... I I... All I can say is my friends have just generally been sharing people. So mm-hmm. that's just what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like a friend is not sharing, then I just don't share with them. Mm. So it's not a big deal. I'm not like at the time when it happened with Sydney. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, this is mm. Mm. because a part of that was also we didn't live in the same state anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it was just different. Mm-hmm. So I felt disconnected anyway. But asking me now, 29-year-old me now, mm-hmm. for me, it's like people tell what they want to tell. But if I feel like 
if, if someone that is open like, as you, then, then I you won't, don't want to be open. I no, I that. won't be as open. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So for me, instead of where then, and that was like six, seven years ago, yeah, where I would have spoken about it, now I just meet people where they're at. So if I feel like the level of sharing is decreasing, then you just know less about me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a big deal. It's just... I feel like I would ask... Because I think, I don't think my level of sharing will ever change with someone I would ask if they were okay and if they, like, if something changed with them whereas they're sharing less. I think that's what I would do. But I'd just be sharing with anybody because I'd just be, I got a big mouth. So, like, that's why I don't think my level of sharing would ever change with someone I consider a friend. Now, coworkers and stuff, that's different. Like, that's a whole different category. But with any friend, I'd just be saying anything because it don't be that serious to me. I mean, mine has changed with certain friends even now. Yeah. I share less. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not be... And sometimes... Um, sometimes my me sharing less isn't really about them. Sometimes it's my own choice to mm-hmm. share less. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just depends on how I feel. I yeah. can't even... I'm moody. It depends on how I feel. Mm-hmm. I get that. But, so we have a couple of things on this list of what are... Five things that you're not obligated to tell your friends. And we kind of got to this topic to get some additional background because we realized the generational difference in, like, how much our older friends or family share about their personal life with their friends and how kind of relatively open we are. Because, like I said, we be telling each other stuff that it's like, <laughs> why did I know that? Um, whereas other generations feel like they don't share that much. So that's kind of how we got to this topic, but. And I'll be specific. My aunt, my aunt Mm -hmm. was like, she just doesn't share, especially stuff when it comes to like a significant other spouse. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't share stuff with people, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And one examples, and she hasn't had this experience, but she's seen it happen where like a friend was divulging to a friend about the, their maid and how they were happy with them and mm-hmm. all the good things about them. And the friend, like, took that information and went after the dude and got him. Mm-hmm. And she just was like, you know, she always thought that was crazy. And my first thought, I was like, well, that ain't dang friends. Friends nope. don't operate like that. Nope. Like, who hears, like, your friend being happy with a dude Mm-hmm. And here's the ways that he's making her happy, and then you sitting here like, "Oh, I'm gonna take those, I'm gonna steal them." Like what? Yeah, no. I was like, they weren't friends. Yeah. But another friend of mine who's older to me, she, she's older than me. She's in her forties. Said something similar about not sharing too much about her guy, like the good stuff, to her friends, because like you just never know. And I'm like. I get that. You mm-hmm. never know anything in this life. But if there's any doubt or hesitation with your friends, I'm like, then they're not your friends. Like, nope. there has to be If I think I'm going to tell levels. you my man got me flowers and you thinking about stealing him because of that, then why? Like, we're not furnished. Like, that's <laughs> like, not... What? I was like, well... It was like, I get what... And I got it. I mm-hmm. got what she was saying. And then she talked about how, like, could that be disrespectful to your romantic partner? Mm-hmm. Like, if he's walking in a room, does he got to be, like, concerned being around... Like, you have your you have a dude, right? Mm-hmm. And your dude comes around your friends. Is he now thinking, what do they know about me? And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
I don't know if guys think that. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I think But I feel degree, like but... as your friends, mm-hmm. if I know stuff about my friend's dude, he would know. Mm-hmm. I don't act different around him. I don't go, what did you guys do last night? <laughs> <laughs> like, who does that? Yeah. Like, yeah. he wouldn't know that I know anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't, like, I get it in theory, but I also feel like. But I also wouldn't share nothing that he wouldn't also be comfortable with me sharing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like if he would, if your partner is that tight about you sharing things about your relationship. I just question how healthy the relationship is then. Because you should be able to talk to your friends about your relationship and maybe not divulge every minute detail because, of course, there are boundaries still in place because sometimes your friends don't let go when you do. But in just casual conversation, I feel like that should be able to happen. If they saying don't bring up my name ever, I have to question the health of that relationship. That's that's not realistic. Like, I... Yeah. I'm with you, and I never talk of, like, I never, mm-hmm. okay, Yeah. how's yeah. that supposed to work? Mm-mm. But, you know, people like that, and I thought, hmm, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I have had partners or people I dated, and they'd be like, oh, did you tell such and such? And I'll be like, yes or no, or whatever. And they'd be like, okay. Like, it's never been a, can you not tell them that? It's just been like, they just wanted to know if I shared it, and they'd be all right with it, most of the time. I've never really been asked that. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm trying to think. I I've been at okay. I can think of two times, and I was like, "Well, you duh." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Um, you know, especially especially in both cases, the person pissed me off. You damn right. <laughs> I told them. You damn right. Somebody know you pissed me off. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think it depends on the piss off, cause I think, like, if it's a stupid piss off, then sure, I'll share it. But I think if it's something big that we still are working through, I might not always share it. Because, again, your family and friends might not let that ish go. If you're, if it's something that you know you can get over, like, you might want to keep it to yourself. I think there's <clears throat> I think there's a balance there. Mm-hmm. I think, because um, I know sometimes if I'm really upset, sometimes I need to speak to someone mm-hmm. so I can talk it out. Yeah. And me holding it in frankly won't help me resolve it with my guy mm-hmm. with that being said i do think it depends on who you divulge it to and the details around it maybe mm-hmm. you give a high level right right account of it mm-hmm. um because you know your friends care about you and so definitely i think you have to pick and choose who you go to for when you're in, just for example, the relationship stuff, because mm-hmm. you don't want them and then hate your person. We right. all know that. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the first thing on the list is you're not obligated to tell um, your friends about traumatic episodes from your past. I definitely agree with that. Because, like, you might still be trying to deal with it or process it or just may not want anybody to know. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Me either. Yeah. I, I don't even think I would ask, like, have you experienced... Like, I'm just like, that wouldn't even ever pop up in my mind. Yeah. But I think in instances with friends where I found out later in our friendship, I wasn't upset that I found out later. It was just like, thank you for sharing. Like, to for you to be comfortable to share with me. I appreciate you. Um, More than anything, it just made me understood the person more. mm -hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. Because that stuff impacts you. And then sometimes it's like missing puzzle pieces. It's like, Mm -hmm. ah. 
Mm-hmm. I see now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is goals they wouldn't necessarily understand. I can't think of a goal that I would have that a friend couldn't be understanding of. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know a situation where that would apply for me anyways. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess if there's, maybe there's just something you want to keep private or... Because, like, they listed if you want to become a CEO by your 40. Why wouldn't your friend understand that you want to become a CEO or that you want kids or that you want to move to India? Like, none of the, the examples they gave, I'm like, why would your friends understand that? I have no idea. <laughs> like that makes no very, sense to me. Very simple. If you if a friend if your goal is to be a Power Ranger, <laughs> then maybe you would keep that to yourself because you're 34 and you may get some stairs. But moving to India, okay, right. like yeah, I, that's what you want to do, right? I just you're not causing. Here's the thing. I feel like if a friend shares a goal with me. And the goal is not causing harm to anyone. Right. I'm like, cool, hope you accomplish it. Like, right. I have nothing to say. Is there anything I can do to help? I, like, have, I have nothing to say. Now, yeah. if your goal is to hurt somebody, I'm saying, well, hey. <laughs> uh, do we need to go see a therapist? I right? don't think that one's cool. Right. But right, right, yeah. I don't have anything to say. Yeah. I, I can't think of where that would be applicable in my life. Um your intimate health details or those of your family. Um, and so they gave the example of, like, if you catch an STD and things like that, you shouldn't feel obligated to share that with your friends. I feel like it would come up incidentally. Like, girl, this nigga gave me herpes! Like, <laughs> that's the second time we use herpes as an example today. So it just seemed like it was accessible in my head. But I feel like... I mean... But I do think there are examples where, like, Maybe I wouldn't shower, just go get the medicine. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've known your health crap. You've known mine, mm-hmm. and for the most part. Sometimes, frankly, for my, for me, I've needed her help. So she had to know. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean... But I don't think but it's I an mean, obligation. You do what you do. You yeah. share what you share. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't... I don't think either one of us has shared it because it's an obligation. In a, it was in conversation. Like I said, I can think of one moment. I needed her help. Right. So, yeah. she had to know. Yeah. Especially when we were living together. It was just like... It is what it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, I, I agree with it not being an obligation. But here's the thing with friendship. Nothing's an obligation. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what else is on the list, but, mm-hmm. like, technically, nothing. You're not obligated to tell anybody anything. anything. Right. Even in friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, I, so, I guess, maybe I guess saying, just, some of these obligations exist in relationships. Well, I, I just think friendship... And definitions of friendship is different mm-hmm. for each person. Yeah. Um. Do, do with my friend for my, a friend who's my friend. Do I would I like a level of of sharing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. I mean, we're friends for a reason. I would have to learn something about you for me to want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. So I have to know a little something about you. Mm-hmm. But I have friends who are more private than others. Right. And the friendships are just fine. Mm-hmm. It's not a I don't feel like they're less of a friend mm-hmm. because they're more private. Right. Right. No, I get that. But would you be offended with one of your closer friends that are open 
got, for example, a STD and didn't share it with you? I mean, more than anything, I would just be like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. That would be, it would be more of concern, like, you good? Mm-hmm. If they don't want to share they got herpes, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. I would hope they okay. If mm-hmm. I found out later, you still got it? Or <laughs> I haven't been in health class in a while. Is the herpes going away or herpes don't go away? Girl, I don't think herpes go away. Because I, I always mix up herpes and gonorrhea. I don't think herpes go away. I think gonorrhea could go away. It's been a long time since I've had an STI class, guys. There is no cure for herpes. So, for herpes is, is it managed for you right now, mm-hmm. I guess? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you good? Mm-hmm. Um, That's about it. You know, if it comes to, like, health or sickness or, anything, or something like that, it will be more concern. Like, mm-hmm. are you okay? Mm-hmm. Can I do something to help? Mm-hmm. Um, if it was something major, it would be, why don't you tell me so I could be supportive? Just mm-hmm. to be supportive during the time. Mm-hmm. If it was, like, excuse me more than herpes if it was like you know a, a, a bigger sickness if it was cancer or a bigger thing mm-hmm. I'd be like girl why don't you tell me I want to help can I help yeah. you find doctors can I it would have been more it would be more like that right but that's about it gotcha understand well yeah the last two are just um other people's secrets which I feel like you always gotta just make sure your friend that you're telling know how to read the room when you're telling them other people's business <laughs> cause you know like you gotta be able to Stay on the low with it. If I'm going to share with you other people's business, you got to... Well, I agree. And I feel like when you tell someone else's business... And look, we've all done it, guys. Yeah. It's like, one, you don't tell everybody. You tell your person. Yeah. Like, this is what, you know... (laughs) And you have your conversation and you move on. Mm -hmm. Like, do I know people's business that is not mine? Yes. Yeah. Would they ever know I know? No. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's how it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Now, when you messing with messy people, then it becomes a problem. Right. <laughs> or people that can't gauge that they not supposed to know. Right. right. They up here, how's the herpes coming out? <laughs> we'll just keep using herpes right. this episode. <laughs> and you're like, you're not supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you realized someone else knew business about you that you had not told them? Hmm. Yes. But for that, you know, I was, you know, we were in our relationship, situationship, Mm -hmm. and, like, that person's a mutual friend of both of us, so, Mm -hmm. like... I feel like uh, we both used this person at times. As an intimate, yeah. And so it was like, a, oh. So you know. Oh, you knew about that. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I, like, couldn't, I wasn't mad necessarily because, like, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, you know about that. Okay, well. Yeah. I, I've been in a situation where, like, I told someone something and then they let the cat out the bag to, like, the person that it was about. And I'm like can't tell you no more stuff like because you you let you made you, the block really hot real hot yeah and in that instance it wasn't nothing big luckily but, but it's still, still like the principle is like well yeah. i don't tell you anything anymore because right. if you're gonna if you can't this, keep your lips shut <laughs> then i'm not gonna tell you anything yeah yeah pretty much um and then the last one which i don't know if i agree with was your true feelings about their partner or their choices well 
I think sometimes it's better to be quiet. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I I hate when people don't tell me their true feelings, especially if I ask. Don't try, don't not tell me. I don't like that. I can't stand that. I think sometimes silence is best. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and I'll, for ex- like, there have been times where Sydney has asked me my opinion and mm-hmm. I haven't given it to her. Yeah, I can't stand it. And she doesn't like it. <laughs> like, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it ends up becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I deadass would be like, do what you want to do, girl. And I know she hates that. Yeah. But there are times where I'm like, I, I, I ain't got nothing to say. But is it, what's the why behind it, though? I just feel like I, you know, five years ago, I would have just said it. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different space now. I just don't think everything needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it comes to um, relationships and stuff, mm-hmm. who my friends choose. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting older now. We're not 17 years anymore. We're not even like 22 anymore. We're like hitting 30s. Mm-hmm. People want to make, like, life plans and life decisions, having kids and marriages and and all that shit, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's best to be quiet. Yeah. No, I feel like, especially when I'm making life decisions and I'm asking for it, I want my friend's opinion. And I feel like it's a friend's duty to give me their opinion before I make a drastic life decision. I, I guess... And maybe I get this from my mom. Mm-hmm. She did it to me. Mm-hmm. When you're making really major decisions, I personally feel like you have to make that decision for you and nothing should cloud that. So, for example, when I was buying my homes, mm-hmm. my mother did not give me her opinion until I um, went forward to purchase it. She, ref- mm-hmm. I mean, it would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mom, what do you think about this house? She was like, what do you think about this house? I'm like, don't do that! Yeah, I can't stand I was it. like, I really want your opinion. Please! <laughs> and she's like, no. And I'm like, Mom, please give me your opinion. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is a big decision for you. Mm-hmm. She's like, you gotta pay for it. You gotta live in it. Mm-hmm. And it really does not matter. Mm-hmm. And for the house I'm in now... After I put the offer in and it got accepted, she goes, I think it's a great house. She made a great decision. I'm like, <laughs> I wanted that before I did it. She was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to give it to you. But and what she had though, told you if she was, if after the fact, if she th- thinks that this wasn't a good house? No, because what was the point? Mm-hmm. And she was like, what would be the point? If mm-hmm. I was feeling excited about it mm-hmm. and I felt like it was a good fit for me, mm-hmm. what would be her purpose being like, well, I'm not sure. And that's kind of how I feel about my friend's partners, mm-hmm. like, unless I see abusive stuff, because I'm not going to, like, be silent. I ain't going to be silent if I see something, like, crazy. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I don't like them or I, like, it ain't for me, I don't necessarily think that's something I need to say. Mm-hmm. We are adult adults now. Mm-hmm. We're pushing 30. I feel like... When it comes to choosing your partner and making these life decisions, that's something you have to feel good about, period. Mm-hmm. I'm going to support my friend, whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be there no matter what. So I don't feel like it doesn't matter. So, mm-hmm. like, I know you get mad sometimes, but, like, sometimes I'm not going to give you a pain. I'm going to say, I think you need to do what you feel is best because I genuinely think 
you need to make a decision or your choice is based off of just you and you don't need to hear anybody else's opinion because mm-hmm. no one else is going to be living in, for that decision. Mm-hmm. So for me, sometimes I do think you you telling your friend you got to do what you do is best and I'm going to support you no matter what. Mm-hmm. I think that's an appropriate stance. So, I won't always, as much as I am happy to give my opinion, I have limits on that now. Mm -hmm. And there will be moments where I'm not going to. I'm Mm -hmm. going to say, I love you. I want you to do what you feel is best. Mm -hmm. I'm here either way. So. That's fair. Yeah. I can't think of any other examples of situations where, like, you're not obligated. But like you said, like, you're not obligated to say anything. But you're really not. I mean, I think it's your friendship dynamic that it naturally happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think whatever that dynamic is, that's what you can keep someone accountable to. But mm-hmm. even in a friendship dynamic, they change. Mm-hmm. So how you were friends... At this point in your life versus another, it could change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but yeah. maybe more conversations have to be had when changes are had. But like sometimes for me, and it's not it's not a good thing. Sometimes I just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I just adjust. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's always a good thing that yeah. I do that. Yeah. But sometimes I just I just adjust to the energy and I keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um. I just don't. Yeah. See, I overthink too much, so I don't have a choice. Like, my brain will not let me not say nothing. Because, like, if I feel the energy is off, I'm going to ask about it. I'm going to be like, um, excuse me. Well, can I just say, y'all, not going into detail, a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. I did not even realize Mm -hmm. that what I said, it was a situation between Cindy and I, and I was like, oh, damn, I didn't even realize. I I literally dead ass, and then I was like, oh, shit, that that wasn't my intent. Oh, okay. I was like, what is she talking about? And And, I just remember. And Cindy's right. Like, is she feeling it? She'll be like, hey. So, can I tell y'all, like, not going into detail, I was like, whoa. I was like, I I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize. I was like, my bad. I didn't even know. I did it. So, like, She's yeah, I can't. Facts. If she's not feeling it, <laughs> I cannot do it. You're gonna hear I will it. Overthink it so much. You're gonna hear it, and I was like, "Oh damn, okay." <laughs> Y'all woke up. I was like, "Oh shit." Um, all right. I was in my bed reading, like, "Oh, okay. Let me let me respond. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not good with a bad vibe. I just can't do it." <laughs> And and the thing about it is that the other person doesn't always know, but they won't know until unless you tell them. And so that's why I feel like, because I, I think if someone does something that not necessarily hurts you, but even just rubs you the wrong way or upsets you, they won't know to not do that unless you share with them how it made you feel. So I just always feel like, especially with the people closest to me, because I know it's never their intent, I just want to share how I feel, so I make sure... That we all on the same page. <laughs> it just for me it depends. Yeah. I feel like if it's a uh a, a same sort of feeling I'm getting over and over again, mm-hmm. then I will address it. Mm-hmm. Like if it's the same like if I feel like something happens and I'm feeling whatever that emotion is more than once, mm-hmm. then I'll say, Okay, it's look. become a pattern. But sometimes and I think for me, because I'm moody and I know that, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be like, mm, maybe it's just me. Because sometimes I get in the mood. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, my first thought is always typically like, 
and not to me like internalize it because if someone's wrong, someone's wrong. I don't put that on me, but mm-hmm. I go, "Are you moody today, <laughs> or mm-hmm. did this person really make you feel some type of way?" Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's been, yeah, I'm not in a good mood, right? And it really wasn't that yeah. person, and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, this was me." Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll go, "Man, this shit was just them," and I'll be like. <laughs> Yeah, this down. <laughs> so I yeah. think sometimes that's why I don't always say something because I know sometimes it's not the person. Mm-hmm. I can be moody. Granted, I've really I have a lot better control over it. Me too, because Jesus. Um, yeah. in most cases, people don't know. Yeah, I have ultimate control over it. Like, mm-hmm. talk to me like ten years ago. No, I had no damn control over that. Nineteen mm-hmm. year old me. Yeah. Me now, you have no idea, because mm-hmm. I can be like, okay, this is you, girl. Just, you know, <laughs> like, I have some inner yeah. dialogue with myself, mm-hmm. but I can be really moody, so yeah. I think sometimes I'm not, um, I don't check, I don't communicate sometimes, because I'm still trying to figure out, like, is this an issue, mm-hmm. or I'm just not in a good mood? Yeah. I think, usually when I'm in a bad mood, I, t- if I'm talking to some person, I will, like, tell them right away. But I feel like I was way more moody in, like, bad relationships, honestly. Or really rough patches in relationships is usually when I'm just, like, up and down, up and down. And, like, I can tell as soon as I wake up, like, mm-mm, ain't gonna be one of them days. I think for me, my it, it just comes off of my quality of life at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, even now, as I'm still... Grieving. Yeah. I'm moody. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm okay, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm not. Mm-hmm. So now, when I get annoyed, I really don't say nothing because I'm a little all over the place. Mm-hmm. So half the time, I don't know: is it the person? Is it me? Am I just not? Mm-hmm. So I give it a minute, and if yeah. it's a pattern, then I'll address it. Mm-hmm. But. I'm all over the place right now. So mm-hmm. right now, I just be chilling. Mm-hmm. And right now, I don't say much of nothing. Mm-hmm. I just either ignore people or I just stop talking. Mm-hmm. But that's because, like, I'm dealing with something bigger and I just can't. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, if I feel like it's a pattern, then I'll address it. Yeah. Um, because if someone is close to me and I actually trust them, in moments where I may feel like a ruffle, mm-hmm. I know it's not their intent, so I don't necessarily feel like I need to clear it up. Mm-hmm. If it's someone I'm not as close with, maybe I would be more quick to say something. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm like, if it's a close friend, I don't feel the need because I trust them enough to know that that wasn't their intent. Yeah. And if it becomes a pattern, yeah. then I got to say, hey, <laughs> right. what's going on? Yeah, I, th- I think we deal with the opposite with people that I'm not close to. I wait till it's a pattern to say something. Yeah, if I ain't close with you, I'm clapping back immediately. <laughs> hey, stop that. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know because, why. Because I care less. So yeah. I, if I care about someone, I have to think about how I want to say it. Mm, especially okay. if... we. I think we express our care differently. Especially if I know the person, I know how I react, I know they don't respond. Mm-hmm. If they don't respond... If I know my delivery will be an issue for them, mm-hmm. then I have to take more time to to say it so right. they can actually hear me. Right. Where if I don't care about you like that, girl, you won't <laughs> get it. Yeah. Whether or not you hear it, I don't really, I don't care as much. Mm-hmm. So I would just say it. Yeah. And if I care, like, 
you know, if I'm upset at Sydney, I think about how I want to say it mm-hmm. because I know there's certain ways, there's a certain way I need to speak to her mm-hmm. to get to a resolve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my quick snap response will not get us anywhere. <laughs> right. Been mm-hmm. there, done uh-huh. that. Though it's been many, many years. Many but. years. <laughs> a long time ago. But the yeah. point is, I have to think. Mm-hmm. I have to think. Uh, another friend comes to mind. I have to think a little bit more when I speak. Mm-hmm. When I speak to them. Because mm-hmm. they're more sensitive. And, yeah. and I'm not saying I'm not. But they're very sensitive. And I, I think a little bit more because my delivery... That's all we'll talk about, and yeah. we won't get to the actual, yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So when I care about the person, I put more effort in how I say it so they can hear me. If I don't care about you, I said what I said. Mm-hmm. I think as being a very sensitive person, that is something that I've had to grow to learn, especially with people closer to you, to not jump to take things negatively all the time because you know their intent. And so sometimes, like, girl, I can't stand... Well, I used to not be able to stand when a nigga told me, relax. I still don't like it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Don't tell me to relax ever. And for the record, I don't even like when friends say tell me it. to relax. Don't tell me to relax. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But I think I've grown to now it's like it depends on who's saying it to me oh okay um, i like that growth because, I gotten there. because i know how sensitive i am like jesus i know i am and so like usually if it's like you or like i i can usually be like it's okay sydney like they didn't mean it like that i don't but feel if like i've like, ever th- i don't even feel like i tell you relax no you haven't i'll you tell haven't. you to take a breath because <laughs> relax triggers me i never <laughs> tell my to relax no. i'll say take a breath <laughs> Step back a moment. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you to relax. No, 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 no. Because I no. don't like when people tell me to relax. <laughs> no, you haven't. But I think, like, in still being a sensitive person, I've become less, um, I don't know what the word is, but less sensitive with people that are closer to me because I know their intent is usually pure. But I think I was always at a place where I was, like, always on the defense. And so I was just sensitive to everybody where it's like, okay, like, I've been able to be more understanding, I guess, at people's different deliveries. Right. So. Not me. Yeah. Don't tell me to relax. <laughs> um, just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, I find in the moments that I've been told to relax, I have found it extremely dismissive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. I do not like to feel dismissed when I'm articulating my feelings, especially if I'm articulating that I've been hurt, Mm -hmm. the worst thing you can do is be like, relax, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. You have just made it nuclear. You better off just, you was better off just nodding. (laughs) You better off just like, okay. Then telling me to relax. Mm -hmm. And so like, even people I date, I tell them, pretty early mm-hmm. don't yeah just mm-hmm. save yourself some some energy <laughs> don't yeah. do that mm-hmm. you ain't gonna like the reaction i'm gonna tell you right now <laughs> yeah don't yeah. do that <laughs> and whoever i end up with he'll need to know they that they will know don't so just remove that from their vocabulary and it's they funny. can say relaxation but they cannot say relax <laughs> and the funny thing is my mom is the same way mm-hmm. and so i remember one time we were setting up for, I think, my college graduation party, mm-hmm. and my dad didn't do something. And 
my plan, my mother's planning behavior is similar to mine. Mm-hmm. We run a tight ship when we're doing things. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, you know what? I'll do it. Don't worry about it. So we just moving. And he was like, you know what? You just need to relax. And I literally, and I could see my mother, and I looked at my father. I was like, won't you just go in the house? Because <laughs> this ain't about to be good. He was like, what do you mean? I said, mm-mm. Just go in the house. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Why?" He started laughing. I was like, "Just leave, man." Yeah, cause you laughing about to make it worse. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was like, like you, you is digging yourself in a ditch. I was like, "You need to go, bro." Yeah, I literally <laughs> broke my dad. You need to go, he was bro. like, "Y'all," funny. he was like, "You just like your brother." I was like, "Mm-hmm." So I'm trying to give you a warning. Right. I literally told my father, "You're cruising for a bruising, pal." <laughs> just go in the house. Yeah, and he did, but yeah. like. I realized my mother doesn't like it either, and mm-hmm. neither does I. Yeah. And as soon as she said that, I was like, ooh, you should stop right where you're at. Right. Yeah. Not at my graduation party, guys. <laughs> Like, we not doing this today. Just go, go, go get the, the sodas out the car, and just let mm-hmm. us, let us unfold the tablecloth. <laughs> Lord. But yeah, I, I it took me a while to just get there, like to just understand that people's intentions are usually pure. My close friends, you know, them other people, I don't know about them, but yeah, I I think I just take things less personal. I guess I'm not as quick to be like a ball of tears. <laughs> but I think that's all we had today. Let us know if y'all have any examples of like when you're all friends and stuff felt like you should have told them something and you didn't because i would like to hear more stories because i know a lot of people feel like they should know everything about um their best friend so i would love to hear i feel like for me just just life moments right significant life okay <laughs> that just made me if think you of found one. out if you found out in three years that i lost a toe a couple years back how would you feel I don't know. I feel like I see your feet so often, so I feel like I would notice a toe was gone, and mm-hmm. I'd say, what happened? Like, I would be curious, like, mm-hmm. how did you lose a toe? The like, reason, just for context, the reason why I came to that example, um, I'm binging like to catch up on Shameless before the um, show ends, and this girl was dating, and she has lost three toes. And they, she didn't communicate on, but she was rubbing her like each other's foot against one another in bed. And I'm like, at what point do you communicate that you missing toes? I don't know. <laughs> Did she not even wear open toe shoes? Like, well, they had like they they went on one date and was in bed. The oh, first okay, night. okay. And like they just had the camera on their feet rubbing, and I'm like, I would have screamed if I would have felt a toe. Two but would toes, you know? You gotta get... tell me before you rub your foot up on me and it's missing toes. Well, you know, I don't like feet on me no way. Well, right. So it was looking for me, but I mean, if you lost a toe, I would be curious of what happened. I just need to know before I see him a bear. I would just like Otherwise, to- I'm going to scream and that's not a best reaction, but I would jump. I, I would just want, I would just want, I would just be curious as to what happened. I'd be like, well, girl, what? <laughs> what happened when you lose a toe? I think, you know, I really think it comes down to this with me. I think the only time where I feel like I get offended, or not even offended, where I feel like my feel it's really not me being offended. I feel like my feelings are hurt mm-hmm. that I wasn't a trusted place for someone. Because mm. I guess I I pride that I pride myself on that when it comes to um, my brand of friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think more than anything, 
people can tell me what they want and tell me what they don't. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not told something that was of significance, I'll go, well, sheesh, did I, I'll go, did I do something to make them feel like they can't speak to me? Mm-hmm. So then that, I think that's what it comes down to yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. It's more of that than... I think that makes sense. But I mean, other. like you said earlier, it's not always that they didn't trust to tell you. Maybe they wasn't ready with, like, they wasn't comfortable with oh, themselves. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've had they to not, learn that. They're insecure about their missing tough. I've had to learn that over the years, but mm-hmm. that's where it would come from. It would yeah. be like, oh, well, dad, I, I would be like, well, sheesh, was I not a good friend? Did they feel like I wasn't a trusted space? Mm-hmm. And then in most cases, it's not about me. So yeah. I have to take myself out of it. But that's truly what it is after mm-hmm. this whole conversation. <laughs> That's truly what it, yeah. What the thought is yeah. when, when that would happen, I'd be like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Something fell. <laughs> I'm sure y'all heard that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can definitely understand that because you want your friends to be able to come to you. You, for sure. you want them to be to know that you're there for them. In any time or space. I, I guess I pride myself on that yeah. when regards to friends. So mm-hmm. I think, like I said, I've adjusted to that. Because like mm-hmm. I said, I have friends who are more private. And I know it's not about me. They're just more private. Mm-hmm. And they tell me things when they're ready. And that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I had to grow into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life is about growth. So for the record, guys, whoever Sydney bangs tonight, tomorrow, <laughs> and maybe later. Jesus. She can express that to me when she wants to, <laughs> if she wants to, and okay, uh-uh. you know, hope it was good, oh you my know, goodness. I like to cheer my friends on, Mm-mm. I want my friends to have good sex, I hope it was good, you know, Mm-mm. that's it. <laughs> uh, remember to keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, email us if y'all want to, y'all don't be emailing us no more. <laughs> <laughs> Good girls behaving badly at gmail.com. I don't feel like that's a way to get us the emails either, but. We used to get like anonymous stories. I, I like those. Those are fun. Y'all don't fuck with us no more. <laughs> um, and as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week.